Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, thanks so much for being here. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. I apologize for lack of beverage. Are you okay? okay. Do you need anything? No, I'm fine. Thank you. All right. Very We we do have beer and soda in the fridge. It is a Sunday afternoon and maybe it's just not time to... Yeah. Maybe not time to, to do that. Yeah. I had coffee. I'm good. Okay, cool. I had a coffee too. It is now empty. I could use another one. I find my... uh, I've recently found this dramatic link to my overwhelming anxiety and the amount of coffee that I drink. And it's really bumming me out because I really like coffee, but I also really like not being in like an awful mood. Yeah, I definitely once I get to like the second cup, I'm like, whoa, I am feeling this and I got to stop. Yeah, what is terrible? I don't know. They need to make like a special. I think they make decaf. I think that's why they make that. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel so old now. Like, okay, now I understand the purpose for decaf yeah, coffee. That's why my parents love it. I are you are you a hot coffee or are you like cold brew or whatever? I I like iced, but at home I'll just have a hot yeah. coffee. I'm a I'm a year round cold brew maniac. I'm one of oh, those people. Nice, but it's not like I'm just outside hanging out. That's drinking true. It. I'm always indoors, and it's usually warm enough to yeah. It's some people will look at you like you're a maniac they for do. drinking cold coffee. It's like you don't drink anything cold in the winter. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Like nothing at all. Yeah. No, you don't drink no cold iced tea water. in the winter. Yeah. No cold water. No soda. Yeah. Warm beer only in the winter. They're not living. Maniacs. What's yeah. the big deal? I don't know. Well, anyways, less about coffee, more about you. Okay. So to my left today, I'm sitting here with my buddy friend writer i don't know how to pronounce your last name but i'm gonna try okay I'm okay excited. all right so everybody make some noise for lauren rarick 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 yeah the kids made fun of it <laughs> so for those of you that don't know lauren i barely know you oh. i know you very loosely with a lot of mutual friends and you run a music blog called the gray estates yeah among many other things that i'm sure we'll get into yeah but let's start there what is the gray estates um so the gray estates is a music blog that i started in 2013 um because like current music coverage then made me sad um there was a lot of like negative reviews and it just was always about men which you know sure let's highlight some other people um so it's just been like this thing that i've continued doing and yeah it's just all about the tunes it's kind of not too dissimilar from the podcast i started the podcast in 2014 it was just like a thing that i want to do because i felt like there wasn't anybody doing this sort of a thing with pittsburgh bands uh, or just any nobody was really barely doing podcasts in 2014 locally to begin with yeah so i just started doing it and now here we are in 2020 and i'm still here i know talking to people it's and you're still yeah writing articles For about now. bands yeah <laughs> that's cool i think yeah it's similar to that too and like you do a pretty wide coverage of like i feel like there's been like bands of all kinds and stuff on your podcast which yeah, is think, great yeah it's really really crucial it's like if anybody wants to come on the show yeah i I don't care 
if I've never heard of you, I'm probably more likely to want to talk to you. Yeah. Because I just find out about these crazy pockets. It's impossible to know everything. Yeah. And it's so awesome to be able to just continue to meet people over, you know, week after week after week. There's just so many people will assume that they know everything there is to know about the city or the music scene. It's like you don't have any idea. Yeah. Trust there's me. so many. I just even like watching the podcast and then like just going to shows. It's, I'm amazed at how many bands that it's like, Oh, I had no idea that this was even a thing, but yeah. it's awesome. That's a thing. As you get older, you need to realize that it's like every time it's like every year there are new teenagers that are picking yeah. up guitars <laughs> yeah. and in three years they're going to have bands. If even, even maybe sooner than that. You yeah. Know? And there it's so it's like there's always a new influx of people. It doesn't stop. Yeah, totally. I feel like right now too, there's a lot of like younger bands and like finally getting their recognition. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's great for them. Sometimes I forget. I recently had somebody on the show who wasn't they weren't even 21 yet. And like I get so disconnected because I'm not used to talking to people that are that young. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't like offer you a beer on camera. <laughs> it would have been a really bad move. But I just don't think about it. You yeah. know, like and this person wasn't even somebody that particularly looked young. I could tell like early, I would say early twenties, but yeah. it was still it was still funny to be like, oh shit, there are young people doing music. It's yeah. just real easy to get disconnected from it. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. That's so awesome. you started the gray estates in 2013 yeah and when you started it were you in pittsburgh were you talking about pittsburgh bands like what what were you for what was some of the first stuff you wrote about in 2013 um i was in newcastle which i guess was kind of close but when i first started i was really into like all of those bands on um burger records so okay. i was really in for a time when we first started i feel like we covered a lot of like surf rock and um just like similar stuff like that. Um, but then I feel like maybe within the last year or two, we started focusing more on Pittsburgh bands. Um, okay. So in Newcastle, is that what, I don't know if you grew up there. Or is that just where you were living at the time? Yeah, that's just where I was living. I had had a job um, that was like close to that area. So I had just stayed there. Um, but there's there wasn't many there aren't many bands in Newcastle. Yeah, I was gonna ask about like what the local music scene was like there. And yeah. I imagine it couldn't have been good at that time, only because I very commonly refer to 2012 to 2016 as the dark ages of the <laughs> Pittsburgh music scene. <laughs> it just felt like it was the worst. Yeah. And a lot of people that I've talked to have had like similar experiences. I don't know what it was. It just seemed like there was a lot of really like a lot of the bands that were super popular and kind of um in the local scene that were holding a lot of like a lot of the glue. Yeah. just felt like it kind of came undone. And it took a couple of years for some new promoters to come in, new venues to get back on their feet or uh venues that were already established to get back. It was just a weird time. Yeah. So like starting a music blog in that time seems really funny to me it almost feels like part of the reason why i started the podcast because everything just felt so disconnected and i was like what is going on i have no idea i'm just gonna start talking to people and figure out what's happening yeah i do feel like back then i don't know there wasn't like i feel like now there's maybe more cohesion to it like i feel like people are more supportive of each other and like getting the word out about other stuff but back then i was like yeah 
I felt like I didn't know anything. Like totally. I tried to, but and it, yeah. didn't, it wasn't even a perspective of me like just being new to the scene and not knowing anybody. Because like I started playing shows in like high school, and you know, like so I went through like the late two thousands into 2010, 2000. So I saw it like kind of <laughs> like what happened this feels so different yeah but now we're definitely in a much healthier spot now yeah definitely. so from newcastle mm-hmm. to pittsburgh yes what brought you down here or up here where is new i don't even know where newcastle is it's like an hour north okay so down down here and there yeah <laughs> um brett did <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to brett okay cool yeah, we um, we had been like dating and I kept having to come to Pittsburgh and I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll move here. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. So yeah. how long have you been in Pittsburgh then? Um, Since June. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So you're newer to Pittsburgh, but you've been talking about Pittsburgh bands on the gray estates for you mentioned a couple years. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so what was your like exposure in getting involved in the Pittsburgh music scene? Was there like one band or maybe one particular show or one venue, anything that maybe just introduced you to what was going on? Um, I remember I discovered shaky shrines on Bandcamp, Um, and I started listening to them and then they started being like really supportive. Um, and I started talking to members of the band more and like coming out to their shows. Um, and then I think around that time, like other bands started popping up like them. Like I remember Dream Phone, RIP, yeah. um, Derider, and just like I think just talking to them. And then we held a show. Well, I don't even know when at Brillo Box with um, Widow's Peak and Derider and Leggy. And that was like around the first time that like I realized um, there were some other bands starting to pop up. Cool. Yeah. When you first started the blog in general, what was it like reaching out to bands? Like what kind of content were you trying to create? And was it like easy or complicated for you to like reach out to bands and whether it would be for like an interview or doing research or finding things to just post about? Um, well, when I first started, I I think it was hard because a lot of times people would ask like, what's the traffic like? And it's like, it's a weird just question. Start, yeah, yeah, it's like my mom reads it. Um, <laughs> but it was hard to get people to like take it seriously. Um, but I think then like just continuing to do it and people became aware of it. Like now it's easier. And I feel like when I first started, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, so I just did like standard interviews. But now within like the last two years, um, we started doing like, interviews about like self-care practices and um there was one where we'd like let bands submit recipes and so it's just finding like ways to make it new and different that i like sure like yeah tapping into the actual personalities yes of the people and scraping under the getting a little under the surface yeah definitely totally yeah that's cool that's the stuff that i think people really gravitate towards now because i find that as an artist, I hate saying this, but I find it's like nobody really cares like that much about what your song is about. Like yes. to an extent they do, but they're more curious about like, you know, do you like tacos or burritos? Yeah. Like yeah. everything's a meme. It's just it so weird. But 
I guess you got to embrace it. Embrace the meme if you want to survive in 2020 yeah. on the internet. It's wild. Because <laughs> I even think like our interviews over time, like people just aren't as interested in them. Like unless you're like adding some fun element. Because I mean, I'd love to find out about like that, the meaning of songs or like to really, but most people are just, yeah, they legitimately just want to know. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people that are interested in what, the meaning behind songs are yeah. and there are also people that are interested in like oh like what guitar pedals did you yeah. use for this song <laughs> that crowd exists 100 yeah. but the majority of the demographic is just like yeah you know tacos or burritos yeah our hot dogs a sandwich yes that kind of, you know, yeah they love that stuff they want to know about that stuff the important stuff yeah <laughs> i'm curious what it has been like now as the blog has grown in terms of the amount of content that you want to create versus content that you're making because people are reaching out to you. Do I, you get a lot of like emails and submissions for things? Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff that's not even related to what you do at all. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. And that you feel bad because <laughs> yeah. it's like, but also, I don't know. I think people are just so eager to like, which fine, but also like we get pitched stuff that I'm like, I wouldn't not the expert to write about this. Like, um, but I feel like maybe like last year or the year before I, I finally was like, I'm just going to have to say no. Like I can't do everything that I want to do, which is a bummer, but totally. Yeah. But people are, we get a lot of submissions. God bless. Yeah. How many submissions a week on average? Do you think? <sighs> Sometimes I, legitimately think i get like hundreds of emails a day really yes wow um but i i finally put up an auto responder like if you don't hear from me within a week or like a day um it's i don't some people just sign me up for their mailing list too which like yeah it's i don't i've somehow my email has gotten added to some lists and i'm always getting like PR people hitting me up, yeah. like asking me to do coverage for shows or yeah. asking me to review their album. And it's like, it's not what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And then the thing that pisses me off even more is there's been a couple times where like these auto things, the, you could tell they're auto things because one will come through for something that's way out of my league. Like, yeah. oh, you know, do you want to interview this band for like somebody that I like? Yeah. Like a big thing. And then I hit them up and they're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Because they're just, you know, it's just Terrible. like, oh, because it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You hit me up. It's like, if you're desperate enough yeah. to just spam, you know, 5,000 emails. Yeah, seriously. Don't shut down the one person that hits you back. Yeah, just take the coverage. Yeah. It kills me. That's sad. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's happened a couple times with sponsorships, too. Like, people oh, hit no. me up like, like, hey, you know, we're interested in collaborating with your show. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And then they ask what the show is. Oh, gosh. And I'm like... You asked for the collab. <laughs> I just want to reach through my Gmail and strangle them. Same. It's a nightmare. It's hard. Yes. Let's just get off email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always makes me, like, want to, like... There's times like that where I wish that I could just like pull the email down, pull the submission thing down. Yeah. Be like, this is invite only, or maybe your blog is like, this is what I want to write about all the time. But then you miss out on a lot of great things because there's been countless times that people that I have no idea who they are have 
come in and we've talked and I've made a really good friend and I've learned about a whole new world. Yeah, that's totally true. You know, yeah. they take me on this magic carpet ride through well, a whole uh, a whole demographic of local music that I had no idea existed. And it's great to find out about that stuff. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes we've gotten like really small bands that'll submit stuff and I'll listen to it and I'm like, holy cow, like they should be huge or like I want to check this out, um, which is great. So I guess... But there's definitely sometimes like people will nag me to come on the show yeah. and then they show up here and it's just like, okay, that's a, like, I'm talking to a rock. What did you want to talk about? <laughs> or like people hit me up to come on the show and then they get here and they're like, oh, I didn't know. Is it video too? Is it live? Like, like, yeah. What, like, how did you find out about this? Do you know what this is? What's <laughs> going on? I've had people show up with instruments like ready to play. Oh my gosh. Did you let them? No, I yeah. can't. Yeah, there's no space there's in here. <laughs> this room is not as big as people assume it is. It's a, I mean, it's not a tiny room, but it's small. I can't put a band in here. You couldn't. Yeah. Maybe that's the next phase. Yeah, I've thought about it multiple times. It's just not for me. Yeah, I feel like that would be a lot. To it's kind of like going back to what we were just talking about. Like, it's people that are watching this show i think aren't interested in that sort of stuff yeah that's you fair it's like like who are you as a person let's talk about that and if you're interesting and your music sounds like it's something i'd be into or if your blog sounds like something i'd be into they'll check it out yeah right totally you can like drop the ego a little bit i think that there's that that's the thing that kind of nags me so much sometimes people also come on and it's like just a little bit too much yes ego yeah. or like they're like I've had people with like whole like talking points like ready to go just oh like gosh. really like I guess but I can like empathize with being like over prepared and thinking too much and yeah it happens it does yeah I just I think that over over the times in the years that I've been doing this I've just like learned to not sweat it so much because it's just you're just talking to people you're just interviewing bands you're yeah. reviewing a record it's you know this isn't it's not serious. It's really not serious. I care about it. And I'm yeah, sure you care about right, it too. Yeah. Very passionate about it. But it's also like we're just, not like it's just, saving the world from exactly. climate change. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very relaxed. Just yes. chill out. Yeah. This is supposed to be something that like you're not supposed. It's like the exact opposite of what the point is. It's supposed to be let's relax. Let's yeah. not think about the horrors of the world for a minute. Well, I guess that depends on the guest. I've had some people on here that are, you know, yeah, they're definitely not taco burrito conversations. Oh, yeah. If you will. Yeah. And I, I feel like that. I've brought this up enough times. Yeah. Tacos or burritos? I think tacos. Just because burritos are like a lot to undertake. I'll tell you this. So there's two kinds of burritos. There's like there's a burrito that I feel is a fair burrito where like you can like pick it up and eat it. It's okay. like an it's like an extra wrap in yeah. a way, you know? And then there's like the burritos that are just like a big a big honk and plop on a plate that yes. you can't pick up. Yeah. And it's just like Those are scary. It's like it like an upside down bowl in a wrap. I don't know. It's just like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. And I don't really like that. Same. I like a burrito that I can pick up. See, I need to have that experience. I haven't had a burrito. Elbera. Okay. All right. Northside. Oh, I think I passed that the other day. Place is great. Okay. Yeah. Sponsorship. I wish. <laughs> Elbera is great. If you are a, a carnivore, vegetarian, or a vegan, they'll take care of you. The whole thing. Nice. I'm going to really, check really them good. out. Fairly priced. All right. Yeah. You've already converted one potential customer. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if you can get tacos there. Oh, all right. They might only have burritos. I'm probably lying about that. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Okay. Check yeah. it out. So when you are not writing for the gray estates, what are you doing with your adult life? Um, I'm writing for the teens. The teens? Yes. The youth? Yeah. Um, a whole lot of writing. Yeah. It's just, I would just write all the time. Um, a curious mind, curious about the world. You know, I write for Teen Vogue. Um, that's mainly like what the Kardashians are doing. Um, it's sad. So what is that like? What's that dynamic like for you? It's weird because I like have this whole section of my brain that knows about teen celebrities. And I'm just like, this is weird. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, it's a different, I imagine it's a different world. Yeah. Like, it's kind of nice sometimes just to be like, oh, I'm going to write about who Ariana Grande was kissing instead of like, you know, someone's band. Um, but I also started like, Two weeks ago, now I write about makeup for nylon. Um, so it's just I just cover a little bit of everything. <laughs> so how did you get like in that wrapped up in that world? I imagine maybe you didn't like seek. You weren't thinking like, oh, I want to write about teenage culture and Teen Vogue. Yeah, but I imagine in this line of work, it's just kind of like you get an opportunity. Let's fucking take it. Yeah, that was it. Because like when I first started, I had to cover school board meetings, which like. No one dreams of doing that. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe someone does. Like, good for them. But um, I did not. And it was like a nightmare. Um, I didn't know what they were talking about most of the time. And I felt bad. What were you covering school board meetings for? Uh, just like drama that happens. You know, like a parent says something or the school added a new something. It was it was boring. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's all right. Where were you doing that at? Um, where was I doing? Like Elwood City. Okay. Um, I went to a school board meeting in Newcastle, but also at the time, like I had just graduated. So they also thought that like I was a student, which was great for me because I could just like hide, mm. um, just hang out at the school board meetings. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when I saw the Teen Vogue opportunity, I was like, well, I've always wanted to write about like entertainment and music and, um, it's like, close. I'll take it. Yeah. I imagine that. So this is a thought that I'm having. Yes. So how when did you start writing for Teen Vogue? Um, maybe like two or three years ago. Okay. And writing about that sort of content and that sort of more just like under the surface of the celebrity, how did that in any way affect the Grey Estates? I think for a time it like, I was more passionate about doing the gray states because like after I would do the teen Vogue stuff, I was like, Oh, I like, I want to return to writing about like what I really love. Um, so I think that helped, um, sort of like decide like what I wanted to focus on and just like how much time I wanted to spend on it. Um, but it, it's weird because I also in covering makeup on, Teen Vogue, I was like, oh, I should just ask bands like about their makeup routine. Yeah. So that became a thing. So like I do think it helped in like, some ways. Like, yeah, it opened up a door to maybe asking questions or approaching things in a way that you wouldn't have considered yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely fun. 
And I mean, I guess some people are into teenage culture. So like it does help like if people want to talk about that stuff. I'm like, I know about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it just I feel like the gray states became more like fun for me just because I realized like, oh, this is something like I get to do whatever I want with. Yeah. And the other thing that's cool too about projects like the gray states, I imagine that, you know, it's more of a passion thing. It's probably not much of a monetary sustainable sort of thing. Yeah. We, Maybe we're if, in the red. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> same here. Same here. But it's, I find that when that isn't your focus and it's more just like, I just want to do this thing and just yeah. having the ability and the time to do it. Obviously you care about it if you keep doing it. And it's nice yeah. to just have that thing. I've like, people have asked you like, Oh, have you ever considered making it? And we just started a Patreon, but like, I don't want to make enough from it. I just want to like cover the, the hosting fee. Um, but I think if money became involved, that like it wouldn't be fun just because like as a freelancer, like I've done my own taxes and I'm like, this isn't something I want to do with a business. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. Um, but also I just like, I don't know. It's, it feels fun. And I feel like maybe one day, but I don't know. For now. Yeah. It's, I always feel the people that are asking me about, you know, sponsorships for the podcasts or making it an LLC and things like that or people that don't do anything like this. Yes. And they have this wild idea of what it is. And it's yeah. like, no, it's like, I need this to not be my job. Yes, totally. Because I have a job yeah. in the music industry that's fine. Yeah. It's like, I don't like it that much, but it's my job. It's going to happen. Yeah. And it's like this I love and right. I don't want to stop loving this. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's people. It's like I understand where people were coming from and they think they're being helpful or yeah. inspiring, I guess. But to me, it's like a little like. All the, I don't even know like how we even get into these conversations anytime they come up. People just are just like, so how's that going? You making money? It's like, why are you even? Yeah, it feels weird when people ask that too. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm having fun. Yeah, especially if it's a thing where it's like we're all out of the bar. Like, yeah. We all have beers. Like I have some money. It doesn't, we're fine. Yeah. We're good. Can we just like. <laughs> talk about nice things. Talk about tacos and burritos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the. With the Teen Vogue thing and teenage culture, there's a lot of people now, a lot, a lot of these old people that are worried about the teens. Yeah. You yourself being somebody that's exposed to like a very, you know, superficial part of this culture. Are you worried about the teens, Lauren? Or do you think they're okay? No, the teens are fine. Um, they're great. Um, I also think it's like terrible when I cover these things and people are like you can't be interested in politics and makeup and like they have this feeling that like teens can't like all of these different things and still be educated but like they're really smart oh yeah that's yeah comple a completely ridiculous thing yeah it's wild to people assume think that yeah. yeah um but you know i just got tiktok because the teens love tiktok oh um, and I look at their videos on there and I'm like, they're fine. Like these kids are great. I can't even, I don't even know how they do it. Um, yeah, they're fine. It's a, it's amazing how much 
uh, <laughs> the the I'm really curious to see the next decade how this the entrepreneurial spirit yes. that is so common in like young people yeah how that's gonna carry out because I wish I had that amount of like energy and connectivity to the world when I was 18. Yeah. I had absolutely nothing. I was just like this weird kid drawing pictures and making beats and had no way to share it with anybody except for yeah. my friends at school that did not give a shit. Right. Yeah. I think it'll be incredible because we've covered even kids that have just become like stars because they like, you know, did a dance or like this. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is wild. It's fun. And again, it's not that serious. No. Too. That's the other thing I think a lot of people get a little bent out of shape and dramatic about like people being on their phones all the time and yeah. things like that. And it's like, you have like you know, kid could be, you know, looking up things about political candidates, trying yeah. to educate themselves. And like, there's been times where like me and my girlfriend may be like out to eat and it's like, okay, it's like, we're both on our phones. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, oh yeah, we're in the middle of like planning a vacation or like yeah. looking at hotels and things to do. It's like, yeah. you just assume that people are looking at like mindless crap all the time. Yeah. But maybe that's because all you do is look at mindless <laughs> yeah. crap all the time. Yeah. Stop projecting your issues yeah. onto everybody else. That's stop totally assuming fair. the worst. Yeah. People are always assuming the worst of everybody. They are. It's really sad. Yeah. Get it together, people. Get it together. So with nylon, what are you doing? You said makeup. Yeah, I wrote about beauty. So what's that world like? Dipping your dipping your toes into that aspect of like, I just don't know, like, because I guess it's not teen focused. Is it more just like a general thing? So you're like yeah. talking about like companies and maybe products that are coming out and like, yeah. is that like fashion shows, like all that kind of stuff? I have no idea. I don't know anything about makeup other than it exists. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of drama in the makeup YouTube community. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the, yeah, there's like the, was it the James Charles? Yes. And the, and the Jeffree Stars? Yes, so and much this, drama. I, even I know about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I am so impressed. Seriously. So that's, that's how far that drama goes. Yeah, yeah. That's like one big thing. People love that. Um, Kat Von D. Yes. Yeah. Her and Jeffree Star have a thing, don't they? I have no idea what's going on there. It's like too much for me to. Do you think it's real or do you think it's just like, like they're just laughing behind the scenes? Oh, I think they're definitely laughing behind the scenes. Like they're just rolling in money. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's it's always funny to me when there's like these very like we are. You know, we've been we're people that are behind the curtain enough that we know how much work goes into the lives of people that that are like that. Yeah. And like how everything is like very scheduled. Everything's very intentional, regimented. Yeah. There really isn't like too much time for unnecessary drama. It's yeah. all about making money all the time. So yeah. every time I see things like that, I'm just like, okay, this is just, they're finding ways to, you know, using the drama to uh, get more eyes and more clicks and yes. more numbers on their stuff. And yeah. Maybe we should like start, you know, some drama online. I don't know that anyone would. I think you need to, you, you already have to have a, like a lot of people looking at you, I think. Yeah. Or you just need to go after somebody. Like, okay. Really aggressively. I don't know if I'm up for that. I better take this back. Yeah. You know? It's it's too much. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's it's I don't I'm not a fan of uh negativity i don't like putting that energy out into the world same i've recently been trying to do some like 
funny live streams where like, I have people submitting their music and I will like listen to it and I'll like critique the mix and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I even have a hard time being like completely honest on that because like I've heard some things that have been like hot garbage. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, I still find myself being nice. It's like, just be honest. But like, I'm just, I have a hard time being mean. Yeah. And I did like a, another thing where I was like, I called it the spice rack where I had people like send me your hot takes on things and I will uh I'll just talk a bunch of shit. Yeah. And even on that, I was like, I just felt bad Aww. about like <laughs> you know, I don't I don't even I don't remember what it was. I remember I went back and like listened to it again afterwards because I was like really concerned that I went too hard. And I didn't. I'm yeah. just I'm just a fucking soft serve ice cream cone over here. I think that's okay though. That's, yeah. That's probably a good thing to be I'm just not I'm not I'm not built for this I'm not built for the entertainment industry I don't think I don't, th- I don't think I could have fake beef with anybody yeah I feel like I would just like apologize immediately like even if it wasn't my fault just be like okay sorry so with writing writing in the in the makeup world like what is like what's been your main focus in terms of the makeup stuff are you focusing on like this drama sort of stuff or um, like like the lifestyle things or just more like the products and news announcements sort of thing? It's well, right now there's not a lot of drama. Um, oh. So it's just been like so-and-so. You know, they, 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 they cut it off around the holidays. Yeah. yeah I think back. that's what it is. Yeah. They have to sell makeup for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, probably. And now then, that like summer and spring is coming. Uh, yeah, the yeah. drama will be back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to all this, did you find yourself being somebody that was like interested in like celebrity drama or teen stuff or I guess I mean I don't know how old you are so maybe you weren't a teenager that long ago I'm not um, sure how, oh I'm 30 okay but I feel like I've always liked teen stuff like yeah. they have some great teen tv shows um and now that I've like started writing about teen stuff I'm like there is some stuff out there worth knowing like um but not everything I don't some things I'm like not going to touch this but yeah with with the teen vogue in the nylon do you like have control over like what you want to talk about what you don't or do you just kind of get like submitted stuff like this is what you're writing about we need um, we need a piece on this with teen vogue it's submitted but there was a few times like it was fun i did get to interview the creator of the powerpuff girls and like the creator of adventure oh, time awesome because i love cartoons um which that was fun, but like for Teen Vogue, it's mainly assigned. And then like Nylon, I'll find ideas, um, which I'll get to write about sometimes, but most of them it's just like stuff that's coming to my email, like so and so launched this lipstick or whatever. But yeah, yeah, You're like word. So um, amongst all of the the band emails, are you now getting like makeup emails? Do you get like? products to try and see you get demos for things and like with teen vogue do you get like weird inbox stuff because you're attached to that and it's just like a mess of email all the time i like have two separate emails one for the blog and one for me um but there was a time where like the blog emails somehow people thought it was my personal so they were sending makeup stuff to that um i do get a ton of free makeup it's a problem um <laughs> and like i get weird stuff sometimes like i got a shirt from funyuns that like had a pocket where you could put a bag of funyuns in it 
that's pretty tight. Yeah. And have then, you used it? Yes. I, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's really comfy. Um, and I did. They gave you Funyuns to like put in the pocket. Okay, perfect. That, that would have been yeah. some bullshit if they did it. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then I did get shoes from like Serta Mattress, made a pair of like limited edition shoes. <laughs> yeah. They're great. <laughs> they feels like so comfy. Hell yeah. Um, but most of the time it's just makeup. Yeah. <laughs> so with the 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 writing stuff, is there anything in particular that you would like to like end goal be writing about? Or are you just happy to like whatever, whatever new experiences come your way? I think like I, I kinda like the new stuff just because like when I first started out at Teen Vogue, like I was just entertainment. And then like I started doing politics very rarely. And okay. then like for um MTV News, like sometimes I'll cover like I just did the debates in New Hampshire I covered. And I think it's like good to push myself because I used to think like, oh, I can only write about music. Um, but I think it's good to find out like what I can do. And then also I think it like lends itself to all areas. Like if I'm a better writer about Riverdale, um, then I'll be a better writer about Hell this yeah. band. Yeah. Do you have any idea when new Riverdale episodes are happening? They're or, on now. They're on now? Yes. Since when? They're on the CW. Oh. So it's I not need, on Netflix. Fuck, I need Netflix. Yeah, same. I'm waiting. Yeah. It's, I binged all of Sabrina in a day. That They need to have so many more episodes. I know. Of. It's a yeah, problem. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I need I just need to practice some restraint. Yeah. I was happy with I think maybe I should have regular TV and like sit down and watch <laughs> stuff because it yeah. would maybe help things. Yeah. I was really happy when the way Disney rolled out the Mandalorian because they did it weekly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I can like sit down and watch it this week. And it was like a little fun thing to do. Yeah. I but that only lasted a couple weeks. <laughs> I like can't binge. Like I can. Like, I thought I could binge, but then I met Brett, and he, like, well, he could finish an entire show in a day, and I'm like, I like to space it out, like, savor yeah. that, um, but Sabrina I, was... I like the idea of it. It's just, once I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and it, it's it'll be game over, especially if I have, you know, it's, it's a Friday night. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're like, fuck it, I'm not working tomorrow. Yeah. You know, we started, you know, 10 o'clock. We mean to just watch a couple episodes. Stacy will fall asleep. It's five o'clock in the morning. She wakes up <laughs> on the couch. Did you, did you finish Sabrina last night? I'm like, I'll watch it again. Yeah. That's nice to be at least. <laughs> yeah. There's always something that you miss. Yeah, that's true. There's so much that happens on that show. But it was good. I'm ready for it to come back. I'm stoked for uh, the Riverdale which I was surprised. I didn't think I would like it. Stacy yeah. got me on that. It's good. It is good. There's a lot happening though sometimes and I'm just like, when did they go to school? <laughs> like, I'm concerned for them. Yeah. It's good. I love it. Mm -hmm. really? I really liked, did you watch the, the Netflix Dracula? No. Is it good? I liked it. Okay. So there was a lot of people that I saw posting about it and they're like, this is so corny. This is garbage. I'm like, that's the point yeah that's the same thing with i see people talking about sabrina being corny i'm like yeah kind of the point totally the point if that. you're looking for a, if you're trying to watch something about teenage witches and warlocks yeah and you're looking for serious content yeah i don't know where you 
you're in a bad place. Yeah, that's just not a thing. I yeah, think. Twilight didn't work. Mm, I love Twilight. I'm not a fan. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, but I love it. It's just not schlocky enough for me. Yeah. I That's the that. problem. Yeah. A little bit a little bit too too serious. I need a little bit of camp. Yeah. That that could have done wonders. Oh yeah. If it was a little corny, I'd probably be all in. Yeah. Like it was unintentionally corny. Yeah. At times, and I'm like, oh, that's bad. But yeah. Mm. Can't do it. No. Can't do it. Okay. So you are a fan of cartoons. Yes. Have you watched We was it We Bear Bears? No. On Netflix? Is it good? I love it. Okay, I'm going to check it out cuz I've heard good things about it. I, just I really like, like it. Okay, perfect. That and I finally watched Toy Story 4. I have not watched that. Fantastic. Okay. I loved it to death. Oh, okay. It was so good. Is that on Disney? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And I just watched Zootopia for the first time. That's I, cute. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Disney Plus has been excellent for me because I'm really bad at going to the movies anymore. Yeah. And I, for a long time, it's like, well, I'm not going to go to the movies and I don't want to go like see Zootopia by myself. It's yeah. Like, I don't know. Just like, you know, I'll see it eventually. Yeah. But now I've just been able to watch all of these movies and I'm having such a good time. I got to get back on the, the Disney Plus. I forget about it. I like it. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to watching the Sonic movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. scared. I think it's going to be not great, but I don't want it to be great. Yeah. You know that. That's I just kind of want to have some dumb fun. Yeah. It's much like everybody knows Sonic the Hedgehog is a, a chili cheese dog fan. Oh, my gosh. Much like a chili cheese dog. You're not expecting a gourmet experience. Right. Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I'm not expecting fucking lost in translation. Yeah. Which you know is a phenomenal movie. Yes. No, I want a chili cheese dog of a movie. Yeah, I definitely think that will deliver. And that's like something that. that I want to see like in a theater, big and loud. Yeah. And in my face with a chili cheese dog, if possible. Oh my gosh, that would be great. Did you see cats? No, I, I haven't seen either. cats. I was scared. I'm curious. I'm very, very yeah. curious. Yeah. I will definitely watch it whenever it's available for streaming. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't want to go to the theater to see that. No, mm -mm. it would be interesting to see the people that are at the theater, though. Yeah, watching it because I don't think anybody liked it. No, I haven't heard one good thing about it. I don't have you? No, now that I think, no, I don't know anyone that's like Cats is great. But everybody's talking about it. Yeah, They're, it's getting more coverage than maybe dozens of other films that deserve. I know deserve the energy sad. just because it's so yeah bad. We need supposedly yeah it could be know. great yeah i do tend to find myself unintentionally a contrarian when it comes to a lot of things there'll be a lot of things especially in pop culture that people don't like and i'm like yeah. it's great yeah so who knows cats might be you might love it it might be my new favorite movie we needed to go highly unlikely but yeah. it's not it's not it's never good to assume those things that's true go in with an open mind yes mm -hmm. so back to the gray estates yes now, since you've been doing that for six years, over six, six, seven years, over the time that you have been dealing with bands on various spectrums of, you know, 20 fans to maybe 20,000 fans, depending on the band that you're covering at the time. Yeah. Um, what are some things that you have experienced or that you have noticed as 
somebody that takes submissions and emails that like immediately maybe turn you off from like wanting to listen to a band or check out their email, maybe in terms of like a press kit or the way that they talk. And like, I don't know, curious about those things, like maybe some pointers that you could give to some up and coming bands when reaching out for coverage. Um, well, don't ever address <laughs> me as babe Ugh. or honey. Um, one time a person submitted their music and prefaced it with that they had a dream about making out with me and I never met them in my life. Um, and I was like, that's weird. Like, I'm never going to cover your band now. That's really weird. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes people approach it like I'm definitely friendly. Like, I want to listen to your music, but like, we're not <laughs> tight. Um, sure. We're not friends. Um, but also, I think sometimes people like kind of what we were talking about earlier, like know who you're submitting to because like if I don't know, I feel like sometimes we get stuff and I'm like, this isn't. Um, they're like, oh, sure. listen, listen to my 20 minute EDM sampler. And I'm like, I am not the person for this. Um, but also just like having all the information in a press kit is so good. Um, because a lot of times people will be like, you can download my single here. We transfer to listen to it. And I'm like, well, what does this go to? Like, is there more? Is there an album? Like, what do you want as far as coverage? Um, but I also think people just shouldn't be like afraid to submit stuff and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, I think like young bands feel sometimes there's like gatekeepers to these publications. Um, but a lot of times you just need like one person to listen and you'll get the coverage. Yeah, I don't think there's necessarily gatekeepers. It's just like even somebody on your level. Yeah. Which is like you still have a it's a small independent run blog. You don't have a team of people. Right. And you said that you're you feel like you're getting hundreds of emails. Yeah. Can you only imagine what like a a higher level publication yeah. is getting on a day. Yeah. I think people don't realize that too either because like when I tell people, like some people be like, I've sent this email three times and you haven't responded. And I'm like, well, it's going to get lost. Do you think you're the only person yeah. on the planet? Yeah. And he, um, people yeah. hit me up to come on the show all the time. Like, Hey, I got a, I have a single coming out in a couple weeks mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm booked. Like somebody yeah. hit me up. Like, hit me up like hey i have a single coming out in a couple weeks and i had to email them back today i'm like well i'm i have episodes booked out through april yeah and we can maybe record it next month but it's not going to get released until june right yeah So if you're cool with that we can do that but it's like i'm not just sitting around waiting for you yeah to email me yeah i feel that's another thing too i feel like people should reach out we'll get requests like the night before they're like hey can you premiere this tomorrow at 10 a.m I'm like, no, like it's nine. <laughs> I have my PJs on. Like bedtime is here. Yeah. Um, so I do think it's good to like reach out in advance. Yeah. Uh, way more in advance than you would expect. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just nice. I don't know to even have it, especially if they want you to listen to the music and like have like a grasp of what they're doing. It feels weird to just be like, I listened to this last night and here's a post about it. Um, I like to spend time with it. Mm hmm. And I like to like listen to it in an optimal environment. Yeah. It's like I have friends that shoot me stuff and it's, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like going from maybe one job to band practice or something. And it's like, oh, I saw you sent me this thing, but I'm at like a stop sign. And yeah. Like, then it goes away and then like I'm at work and then maybe like a week later, I'll finally get to sit down and listen to it. And I'm like, yeah. Hey, nice. Sorry that, you know, I didn't get to check this out, but. Here it is. Yeah. That's another big part of the reason why I wanted to start doing that live stream, like listing the people's music just to 
have here. time. Yeah. Yeah. But even on that, I say, hey, send me a link to a specific song that you want me to check out. Yeah. And then people will just like tag a Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. You and don't know where like, to start. What? Yeah. Bless. Read the directions. Yeah. Please. <laughs> it's like, you know, you just like when you make macaroni and cheese, do you just like open up the noodles and put them in the pot without the water and just turn it on? Yeah. Like, how do you do it? Just you got to know simple things. Yeah. Simple things. But everybody's in a rush. I find that that yes. tends to be the problem. I don't think people are simple minded. No. And I don't think people are intentionally overlooking things or trying to be like too cool for school. Yeah. Everybody is in a rush. Yeah. Totally. Take your time. Yeah. I think people think just to because you have like email wherever you go that like you're always just checking and like have time to listen. But no. I even catch myself like I get mad at myself probably weekly if I run into a situation where like a web page doesn't load quick enough. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, wait, what am I doing? (laughs) I remember dial up. Oh my gosh. Those were the days. Yeah. You had to like get off the phone when someone was calling. My Spotify is acting goofy. Yeah. I remember LimeWire. Oh my gosh. I used to wait three days to download a song. Now it's there in like a second. Yeah. It's like, and I'm complaining about it. Yeah. That's all right. Entitled. So entitled, but it's good to acknowledge it. Yeah. Good to check yourself. It is definitely. So Lauren. Yes. Outside of writing. Okay. Is there any other sort of like creative output or just any hobbies or anything that you like to do outside of work? It seems like you work a lot. Yeah. Besides like Netflix and stuff like that. um, That's obvious. Yes. I love Netflix. (laughs) Um. Well, I've started enjoying going back to shows. That's something I haven't done in like forever just because I'm like, I love to be in bed early. Um, So that's something I'm trying to do more of too because I feel like there are some bands that are performing that don't have stuff like up online. So it's cool to see them. And um, I like going to Target, but let's see. Oh, I like my cat. Um, But I don't really have like outside of work. I just, I just write. But you seem to really enjoy. Yeah, like I love what I do. So so. you don't need that other thing. I find that happens a lot with people that genuinely enjoy their job. It ends up becoming like their entire life. Yeah, and it's not a problem. It's just this is just who I am. This is what I like doing, and yeah, I've been fortunate enough to find some way to kind of weave it all together. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like for a long time I didn't have that, and like I always wanted to to write. Like, I can remember reading, like, Teen Vogue and Nylon when I was little. Not little, but a teen. Um, So to be able to do that now, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And to be able to have, like, a music blog that represents, like, what I want. I'm like, oh, I don't mind spending time on it. And I'd rather do that than, I don't know, go get something at Target that I don't need. But, yeah. With Target. Yes. Magazines. Yeah. They sell magazines there. Yeah. Do you find yourself picking up a lot of magazines or looking through articles on things? And like, do you analyze them a little bit differently than maybe the average person would? I do not read magazines, okay. which is terrible. But because like Teen Vogue is all online and Nylon's like cutting down how many, um, I get most of my stuff online. But there are times when I do read stuff online and I'm like, 
this shouldn't have been written like this or like you gotta when you're writing about celebs you always have to put like allegedly or reportedly mm, or yeah so like i read things i'm like oh, that celeb's gonna be mad but um, <laughs> <laughs> no i think and sometimes like i do read stuff like even other blogs and stuff just to get like inspired yeah but yeah how connected if at all are you to like formatting the way things are laid out have you ever done any like zines or anything like that i did one like a long time ago and it was so much work that i was like you know what? i'm just gonna stick with the internet <laughs> like it's so easy um and i just use squarespace too which is great because like yeah for the average person i'm like i can get this up and it's done and it looks like i spent hours on it um but yeah i can't zines are hard so you're mostly just focused on the writing. Yeah. Not so much like the formatting and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just There's a whole other team of people that do that stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't handle that. No. If you could This is probably like a an impossible question to answer. Okay. I'm gonna try to think of a, a simple way to frame it. I guess if like okay, let's just say this. If you could like talk with anyone. Mm-hmm. Like what is like a like a goal of yours? We'll say with the gray estates. Um, in terms of like and is there any like artists that you've like reached out to that you like couldn't believe you were able to like work with them on stuff or anybody that you would like really like to cover? I'm trying to think. I was surprised when we got an interview with Speedy Ortiz, just because at the time like I was like, oh we'll see. Um but I have asked um, Vermitsky a few times just because mm. I think like I have a lot of sadness too and I would love to talk about being sad with her Um, but that has not Did worked you out. hear that Mitski song? It's like it's I think it's called Cop Car. It's from like a horror movie soundtrack no, that she did. No but I've been meaning to check that out. It's like heavy. Okay. I was like what the fuck? It I'm sounds like a, like a like it's like borderline doom metal-y. Oh my god. But it still sounds it's not like that heavy yeah. but like for Mitski. I mean like she's always had like a bit of like a harder edge to some of her stuff but this is like yeah. very much I was like whoa this is rad. Like it almost sounds like a Chelsea Wolf song. Oh nice. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. have to listen to That's that. That's like the the best like a Chelsea Wolf or Emma Ruth Rundle that's sort of like heavier darker. That's awesome. It's like really cool. Okay. It's I'm neat. gonna check that yeah, out. Yeah check it out. Yeah. But anyways yeah. Yeah, but I think her. Yeah. But I was also surprised just when like anyone, I feel like I was surprised when anyone wanted to be on just because I was always like, this is something I'm just doing for my bedroom. Like mm-hmm. it's cool that people want to be part of it. But I'm sure you found out about a lot of, obviously you found out about a ton of bands and artists that you had no idea existed. I'm curious about just maybe styles of music that you maybe discovered and found an appreciation for through doing the blog over the years. Is there anything that you weren't expecting you'd be into that you ended up liking? Yeah, I feel like when I started, I was like, oh, I don't like country or folk. Like, But then people started sending stuff and I realized how different that stuff can be and like how there's so many different aspects to it. Um, and now I'm like, some stuff I like. There's still some that I'm like, this is too twangy or whatever. But yeah, I think I've definitely come around to that. You know what's funny? Uh, 
when I think about like country or folk or Americana, whatever yeah. you want to call it, we're talking about Sabrina and Riverdale and how like with that stuff, it's like I need some campiness in it. Yeah. But with that sort of stuff, if there's any sort of campiness in it, it turns me off immediately. Yeah, it's like same. I want to hear some like real soul, like tell me a story. Yeah. Like I don't want any goofiness in it. Yeah, that's fair. Otherwise, yeah. it turns into that like she thinks my tractor sexy oh my sort of yeah, stuff or like it's bad. five o'clock somewhere sort of shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh, yeah. I can't do it. I understand there's a, there's a demographic, you know, for people that want that stuff and that's fine. But yeah, with like anything country related, I just want to hear something that's like more like real yeah. hard on my sleeve sort yeah. of just telling you a story. Yeah. It's nice. A it good is. song's a good song. Yeah. That's really how I feel. Yeah. With the future. Yes. Of Lauren. Oh my gosh. Yes. What is, uh, I don't know, it's, this would be the time in the conversation where I'd be like, tell me about some shows that are coming up. Tell me about an album you got coming out. But with somebody in your line of work, neither of those things are really relevant. But you may have a show coming with the Grey Estates. I have no idea. Yeah. You've done shows. What's in the future? Um, well, next month, we're going back to South by. It's our third year of doing like an unofficial party. And this year, we're doing a two-day party. Super cool. Has been fun, but a nightmare. Um, and then also, it'll be our birthday in March, and we're turning seven. Which, anytime that it comes around, I'm like, "Wow, I'm still doing this." Um, yeah. Which that'll be fun, but yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I'm scared of the future. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't got to talk about it too no. much more. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's just like, oh. There will be a. Riverdale on Netflix in the future. Yes. Oh my gosh. That has to be soon. I feel and, like. And eventually, it's like, fuck, I'm so mad that the Sabrina's already done. Yeah. That's got to come back like now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, let, let's end on this. Okay. Perfect. Since, you know, I feel like we've, I've talked enough about the blogs and things like that. But yes. we're having a good rapport here in terms of TV shows. I love TV. Something very polarizing with a lot of people these days, mm-hmm. especially over the past season of it. Okay. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? I've, I'm up to the fourth season. I love it. I still like Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't know why people didn't like it. Like, I don't. Yeah. It was like, it was so fun. Like, it was back to the same thing. People were like, this got corny. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck have you yeah, been? What show were you yeah. watching? <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the third season. It was fun. I liked the mall. Yeah. I like wanted to start going to malls again. Um, I loved it. I think the kids are great still. I liked the new characters. I don't know. I liked it too. Yeah. I'm ready for the fourth season. Yeah. I just find myself being not too hung up when it comes to pop culture things. Same. It's just not that big of a deal. It's really not. It just, you know, it's something to occupy your time. I'm just happy that it exists. Yeah, totally. And I thought a lot of Stranger Things season three was really gross, which was was. kind of fun. The melty people. Oh my God. That was so gross. gross. Yeah. But it was fun. It was. I usually don't like that kind of stuff, but I was like, all right. I'm into this. Yeah. With, uh, fuck, I guess. All right. I'll ask one more question okay. about one more question about anything in terms of writing. Okay. Okay. 
not not to end this on a negative note. I'm not oh my trying gosh. to not okay. trying to be negative. Okay. But in terms of the music blog or in terms of writing about teen culture or makeup or anything, is there anything that you're like, I will absolutely not write about this? No interest, no thank you. Oh, let me see. You know, I don't I don't know. I think for the blog, maybe like if it's just like for white dudes, like just singing about issues with their girlfriend. Sure. Like, no, I'll pass. Um, not my thing. But I think when it, I mean, to write about celebrities' love life, like I've pretty much, <laughs> I can't really go any <laughs> further down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, but yeah. Plus, I don't know. It's, I find a way to make it fun, but I don't think there's anything. No. And is that like, I guess, back to the, I'll just keep on thinking of random things. I'm just like, with the teen culture thing, has it like helped you maybe be a little bit more like self-analytical around like with yourself and maybe the people around you and your relationships with the way like people act and writing about things and drama and like maybe being more self-aware in terms of like keeping yourself in check or keeping other people around you in check? Yeah, like, I just think it's, I don't know, seeing what, like, the things and the issues that teens are interested in and just what they have to deal with, like, I don't know, it's just like, it. sometimes I find myself thinking, like, is this really as big of a deal as what I think it is? Like, Oh, um, sure. But I, I don't know, I, I guess it's, I also appreciate the teens more, but yeah. I don't. Well, they're the future. They truly. And the future they. scares you, apparently. It does. So the teens scare you. Not all teens. Okay. Sometimes. Though. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's okay. There's plenty of adults that scare me too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Probably adults. more. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Way Woof. scarier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sad note. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, with that being said, uh, gonna wrap this up. Yeah, this was a an interesting one to wrap my head around because it was so ping pongy in terms of like, okay, music, yeah, and th- whoa, so much fun stuff going on. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Sometimes I, I'm I sure did, is your brain. Is this what your brain is like? Yeah, I did start a journal just because I'm like, I like need to decompress from like, just like focus on my own thoughts for a minute. But yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I'm in here now. I'm just like, geez. Yeah. But thank Enjoy you for being it. here. Oh my gosh. Thanks for inviting <laughs> me. I feel so honored. No, it's really great to talk with you. Yeah. Like this almost needs to be like, should have been like in like three separate parts. Hey, that's all right. I loved it. Cool. We can, um, we'll meet up again when Riverdale's back. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. That would be great. Okay. I'm going to do an outro and then we're going to, that'll be it. Right. Yes. Cool. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for being here. Lauren. Grace Day. Yes. Teen Vogue. Yes. Nylon. Other things. The internet. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2020. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having Happy me. Happy Sunday, my friend. <laughs> and we are done. <laughs>